Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Hello there, and I am so thrilled to have you join us again. For those of you whom I have not yet met in person, I'm Amber Griffiths, maker of Legends, and it is that time again. So grab your legend pack, crank that speaker to 11, welcome to legend. And most specifically, welcome to the legend to legend interview series. This is a series of conversations that explore the dreams and visions of individuals who know that their message, their story and their movement, they're all destined to create something greater than themselves. So with me today, I am so excited because Jen Wright with Design It Right Studio and Wildless Training Company is here with me. Welcome, Jen. Thank you so much for coming to play. Thank you so much for having me. So excited. All right. So I've known Jen for a while. So I know history. I know stories. I know all the things. And so we're going to get really, I was going to say down and dirty, but that's not quite accurate either. But we get to talk about some really cool things is really what that means. So let's start with foundational fundamental type stuff. Tell us who you are, the name of the company and what you do and how you serve, what, who you serve and how you serve them. Sure. Um, my name is Jen. My husband is Jeremy. He handles the creative side of most of the creative side of things we do. I handle much of the business side of things we do. We own um, a couple of companies. Design It Right Studio is um, the business printing side of things. Um, what I really love and where we where we really enjoy spending time is with Wild West Trading Company. Wild West Trading Company is an online marketplace built for artisans. Um, our, our, our goal and our purpose in building Wild West Trading Company is to have a platform for um, artisans in the United States to share the work that they've created. Um, so we are, we're excited to bring these artisans together. We're excited for consumers to have a place where they can buy, find and purchase artisan quality items. I love it. I have to tell you, I have done research on this particular thing. In fact, as recently as this morning, was researching artisans and where can you come and and like actually get things and see people and see this amazing skill set that some of these people have. I'm not finding much. I'm honestly not. That's not right. You know, there's nothing wrong with the handmade stuff and the stuff that you know, the almost like the DIY type stuff. Like, teach me how to create that cute little stuffed bunny. Teach me how to do this. But to find someplace online where I can come and know that these artisans are high-end, high-quality, this is handcrafted from their soul. I mean, when you have something like that in your home, it feels differently. It, it right. I mean, it just speaks, you know what I mean? Like that story comes packaged with it. So right. I am just tickled. I am just tickled that <laughs> you are creating this and that this exists. So you talked a little bit about why you were creating it, but but usually the entrepreneurs that I work with, they they start their business for a, one of a couple of different reasons. And sometimes it's a mixture. So sometimes it's whatever it is they're doing, some kind of an hourly thing, often corporate, it just doesn't serve them anymore. Or they have this voice in their head that's like, hey, there's more, there's more, there's more, come get me. So, and again, sometimes it's kind of a combination. So what exactly led you to launch your business with your spouse? I mean, I think that's, I mean, a couple's business is so, I can't even imagine doing that with my spouse. Like we, that's not a thing that would not work. <laughs> so how did you decide to create a business and why did you decide to do it together? Um, a little bit 
because we fell into it a little bit because we were forced into it. When we were dating, Jeremy told me he wanted to own his own business. And I thought, oh, that's really cute. People don't really do that. Um, (laughs) But I realized that um, his creative entrepreneurial spirit was, I mean, it was deep and it was important and valuable. And in 2008, um, he, they made some changes in his corporate job and he wasn't part of that. And so he started working for himself, um, doing some licensing and we just, we quickly found that his skill set and my skill set were a good match. Um, we did, I mean, to be fair, we did look for a little while for him to find another really fantastic corporate job. But we knew that deep down what we really wanted, what he really wanted was to work for himself. And so that's so that's kind of where it began. Um, we've done a lot of um, printing for personal events, for business events, and that is great. And we're grateful to have that part of our business. But really that creative side of our business brings us a lot of joy and satisfaction. Jeremy does a little bit of everything. He, he throws pottery, teaches pottery. He... I want to say dabbles in so many different art forms. This is just a natural fit for us. Um, we uh, started selling some of our products on another in another marketplace and um, quickly found that our goals were a little different than theirs. Um, we wanted a marketplace where everyone was creating high quality, artisan quality items in the United States. There's great value to that. And the platform that we were selling on was not, did not have any of those kinds of guidelines. And so that platform was very much anyone who wants a shop can have it. Anyone who wants to sell whatever you want to sell, very loose guidelines. And so what we've created is um, a process where we review the, we review the artisan's product line before allow them to be part of our marketplace. It's a juried process. And, um, we feel that that, that elevates what, what we have and helps to preserve this beautiful artisanal quality marketplace that we have. I love it. I think that is, I think that is fabulous, not just for, I mean, the artisans have this amazing space where they get to be creative and express themselves, but also as a consumer, right. you know, there's a certain quality, like you said, like it's, it's not that there's nothing wrong with places that are for everybody and anybody oh, and everybody, sure. right. but this is different. And this feels, you know, this feels more boutique, yes. type, a little bit more exclusive, a little bit more. I like that a lot. I think that's going to be fabulous. Thank Especially you. for your artisans. If they get to have some place that they just get to explore who they are, then I think that's magnificent. Yes. Um, one of the things that I say all the time to all my people is that legends are not made on their own. That's not how it works. One of the greatest things about becoming legend is the community and the collaborative spirit of everything that you're doing. You you get to have a community when you do that. Knowing that you are well on your way to legend and you are on that path, absolutely. I know you're building your team, the colleagues, the vendors, the employees and mentors. How does the team you're creating support your vision and how is it aligned with your values? Our team is handpicked. We're really careful about who we bring into our space 
because the culture we are creating here is really important to us. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, okay. Talk to me about some of your most recent hires. Like how, how do you decide what's a good fit for a team member? So for our team, a good fit is someone who is, has a, a good attention to detail and is a go-getter. Um, and so as we build a, as we, as we gather these amazing people into our space, that's kind of what we're looking for. Honestly, we, we have brought all of the people we've brought on, we bring them on for a small project and kind of see how it fits. And everyone that we have brought in for these small projects have just been, um, sparkly, remarkable people. And it's really awesome because we've been able to pass things over to them that, honestly, they're doing so much better than I was doing. And that's <laughs> awesome. I, um, we have a fulfillment team made up of mostly teenagers, young adults, and they live in our community. And, um, we have really specific tasks for them and they meet those. They fulfill the, the guidelines that we've, that we've requested. Um, Absolutely. good people. And building that team is makes it so that we can continue to create um, because we know that we've handed off the things that need to be handed off. Yeah. A little bit like a family. That's what it feels like. Like we've been (laughs) brought in the the favorite cousins and we're all working together. (laughs) It's like the family you choose though, right? It's it's like come for dinner and then we'll see if you get to stay for the reunion. We see if you get to stay for the weekend. And then and let's share dessert. Right. It's exactly that. I love it. I love it. I tell me a little bit, and I don't know that you're doing it right now, but I know that there's been some conversation about um, speaking of that community and those conversations, the uh, porch swing with your artisans where they just kind of get to come and it's almost like getting to pull up a chair and, you know, bring your favorite beverage and just, I mean, I think sometimes that's what gets lost when people are that creative. They for, they get so busy doing the business part, they forget to nurture that life, you know, yeah. that that spirit of community and, and being able to speak to other people. Tell yes. me a little bit about that. So we do something called Porch Swing. And really the idea is um, we just jump on a Zoom call. It's not nearly as fabulous as actually sitting on a porch string, but mm-hmm. um, the idea is that we chat about things that we would that we would chat about if we were sitting on my back porch together. Um, we kind of talk about, um, you know, what are you working on? Tell me what you've run into. Um, I had this idea. What do you guys think? A little bit of that, which is maybe one of my favorite parts. It's just a. It's it's more creating a community of, of good people, good artistic people who just want to share in a very informal setting. Um, people pop in and out and, um, and it's, it it really is meant to be like, we're sitting around visiting together. And it does create a community. Yeah. I think it, and I I think it just feels so much like you where it's just like, you know, come hang out, come pull pull up a chair, grab, grab a swing and yeah. You know, a couple of squats. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's one of the biggest plights of the entrepreneurship adventure is that sometimes we try to do it by ourselves or yeah. we just forget to invite other people into it. 
I mean, it sounds a little bit like you've got an artisan mastermind only with lemonade, you with know, lemonade only with a swing. And, and we're calling it just something a little, a, a lot more casual. So it feels, it feels casual instead yeah. of how sometimes I think mastermind can feel a little intense or maybe a tad intimidating. Yeah. And so yeah. many of our artisans are just these like brilliant, deep people who just, just want to create. And a porch swing is a great place to chat about that. Oh, I love that. I like the idea of a, with a mastermind where you have to talk at some point where if you're just getting out there and it's just not a good day to talk. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what that's like. Cause I always have plenty to say, <laughs> but like, if you're in that position where you're like, maybe I'm just going to kind of sit back and just witness, you know, I just want to kind of watch and people watch. I think yeah. the porch swing allowed, like the feel of it to me is that like, that's totally allowed. Come in yeah. and participate as much as, or as little as you want. Yeah. Bring I a think friend. That is so fabulous. Yeah. Oh, bring a friend. Yeah. Oh, life is, life is dangerous. Take a buddy. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. I love it. So knowing how much your business has changed and grown from, um, and I know you've, you've opened up new arms and, and new stores fronts and that kind of a thing. If you compare the way you dreamt about your business five years ago, when you compare your dream of your business five years ago and where you want your business to be five years from now, how similar are they? And are you still headed where you thought you wanted to go with the people you wanted to go with? I mean, how, what are the similarities and what are the differences of, of those two different dreams? Oh, five years ago, our plan was to take over the wedding invitation industry. And that is awesome. And a hundred percent, not where we are now. <laughs> um, and I, I want to share the turning point for us really was the beginning of the pandemic. Um, our printing business was doing awesome. It was the best quarter we had been in. And then um, when the pandemic hit, every one of our contracts, every single one came to a halt and we had to figure out what to do. There were so many unknowns, right? And that was the point at which we were sitting around trying to figure out what's the next step. And that's when we said, okay, so let's talk about this marketplace. Like, is that really a doable thing? And because we had time, um, to create it, that is, that was, that was a gift for us. Um, if we hadn't been stuck at home with nowhere to go and nothing to do, I don't know that we would have carved out the time and the energy to create it. And so for us, that piece is a, that's, that's a huge blessing. And so here we are in this really cool space where we have this group of artisans who um, are are remarkable and we totally value them. And our just our focus on our business has shifted because of that. And so five years from now, I'm kind of excited to see what happens. <laughs> just, I mean, honestly, just looking back, um, even, you know, three years ago is where we, where we were yeah. just before we were required forced to pivot. And so I can see us five years from now, knowing what we know and, and what we've experienced and what we want to have for our artisans. I think it's going to be a booming marketplace. I think it's going to be a create a creative space 
for artisans to come and um, grow together and build something amazing. And I think it's a an opportunity to debunk these myths about artists. And I also am th- I'm excited for consumers to be able to have a place where they can come for unique, high quality, valuable items where we can, where consumers can, can ha- wrap their arms around it. Is that, that's kind I of it. a picture in my head <laughs> of, of just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I only buy gifts at Wild West because there's so many great things there or, oh, you've got to check this out because it's awesome. Or I genuinely feel like that's the direction we're going and I'm so excited about it. And I think the reason we're able to do that is because of our team, because we've had such cool opportunities, experiences, but I think that we just have all of this amazing space ahead of us to just, to just keep pushing forward through all that. And I'm really excited. Oh, I love it. I am finding more and more people who, and I realize hindsight's 2020, but right. more and more people who were like, you know, actually some good stuff came out of quarantine. Like yeah. the pandemic is one thing, right? And it created the quarantine, but there's so much good stuff that came from, yes. it's like the world, we had to slow down and take a breath and evaluate what was important and what we wanted. So I love that it's so different from yeah. what you thought you wanted to create it's kind of that don't get too attached to your plan because stuff happens in the next five minutes that's going to completely impact what what it could look like you know it's going to be completely different well we i mean we none of us i don't think we're grateful for it at the time but no for sure it has (laughs) it has it has shaped our focus and our direction and i couldn't be more and you get to do it with your best friend i mean yes like beat that you know i mean i think that's absolutely amazing I think it's so fun. I do do too. So so thank you so much for coming on. And before I let you go, I do have to touch you because I'm such, I'm such a nerd and I know you love to travel and take your family, take your kids, go all the places. Um, I love to travel. I don't do it as much as you do. I don't think, but (laughs) I am one of those people who will absolutely decide where to go because I want to try their food. Like I will go to Nashville because I want to try that new Orleans because I want to eat that cuisine. What is the craziest, weirdest, coolest, most amazing tasting, most weird, I never have eat that again thing that you have eaten outside of your regular world while you're traveling, either by yourself or with family? Um, okay. So I have a, I have a list. Um, I'll give you the highlights. Love it. So we took our family to Costa Rica last April. It was the just one of the coolest trips. To be fair, all of our trips are amazing. But when we were in Costa Rica, we were eating fresh pineapple that was like the most delicious, most wonderful. Mm. So pineapple for every meal, um, avocados <laughs> for every meal. Um, and then we came back to the States and I cannot eat either of those things here. Oh, so- no. It ruined ruined me. So we need to go back (laughs) to Costa Rica so that we can eat avocados and pineapple. Um, Yes. I had never really liked guacamole until we went to Mexico, Mexico City and um, Isla de Muertes, um, which is an island on the Yucatan side of, of Mexico. And that is where I 
tasted like real guacamole that was like so good. Um, it's very <laughs> difficult to find guacamole that good in the States, which is again, why we just continue to need to go back to Mexico. So I've never been, I've oh. heard great things. My oh. father always threatened to move there because of the growing season. Very specifically, oh. you can get tomatoes all year round. Why can't we? Oh, um, and I can I tell you one of our big lofty goals is to is to live in a foreign country like for the summer while our kids are out of school. Um, first on the list would be Mexico. Um, and just to go down and, and live there for the summer and have that yeah. immersive experience. So also we've never been to um Europe. Jeremy has been learning Italian. So Italy is on our list um, oh, wow. for the two of us to go. And then once we go and check it all out, then perhaps we'll take our family. I love so. it. I did that with Spain. Dude. Oh, just when I went to Spain, it was a work thing. Mm. And then we're like, okay, but we're going back and this time we'll take the little one. Like, and loved it, loved it, loved it. Couldn't, I mean, so many things about it. I got tired of doing all the conversions, the money, the time, the distance, the, right. by the end of the two weeks, I'm like, okay, really? <laughs> I just want yeah. no math. Can I yeah. just go buy something, eat something without doing math? But uh, it, I, we can't wait to go back. That's awesome. Wait. So yeah. I feel you. I think, I think Mexico for three months, I think that sounds like a wonderful summer plan. Maybe two months um, or whatever, but anyway, sometime. I, yeah, I always, um, I always get a little sad when people take these short little trips and I, I always think a trip should be longer than it ever is. So. Oh, I love it. Jen, this is so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> and I'm with so you on down. the avocados. Oh, I'm, I've never had a Mexico avocado. I've had a Costa Rican avocado. Mm. Like, and I didn't do the pineapple. How did I miss the pineapple? I don't know. I did it wrong. Oh, I did well, it wrong. No, you, no, you'll just have to <laughs> I'll just have to go back. It'll be under different circumstances. <laughs> Thank you again so much for coming on. Um, I'll make sure that we have ways for people to contact you for either they're going to come shopping or I assume you're still looking for great artisans to accept oh. applications. Always people to come and play. Yep. Always. Excellent. Okay. We'll make sure that we get all those links on there. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for this conversation. For those of you who are tuning in, thank you. And you're welcome. And we will talk again next time. And until then, rock on. <laughs>